Amen. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Deirdre. We appreciate your presence here, yours and Isaiah's, and we thank you for filling in the gap, Lord God. We thank you for sending people to help. Hallelujah. And I am just encouraged even the more because I know God has something great for us in store. He has something great in store for us, and I just can't wait to see it come to fruition. Amen? Amen. Pray with me, if you will. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the word that will go forth today. I thank you, Lord God, that the word will go forth with love and with power and with might. Father God, we thank you for each of us whom have gathered here today, not only to just praise and worship your name, but to hear your word from up on high. We thank you for a rhema word, Lord God. We thank you that the word will penetrate the hearts and minds of those who hear it. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we ask it all. Amen. 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 If y'all would please turn to me, turn with me to Philippians, the, 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 the book that so many people misspell. The Philippians, the Philippians, and the best way to remember of how to spell Philippians is it has two P's and not one. It has one L and not two. <laughs> so that is the best way to remember how to spell Philippians. It has, well, actually three P's, but it has one L. But most people try to spell it as Philippians, and it's not Philippians. It's Philippians. Many people have done it, not only Steve Harvey, but there are many that have gone before him and probably many others behind him who will continue to misspell Philippians. Amen? Amen. So if you will stand with me and turn to chapter 12, I'm sorry, chapter 3, chapter 3, verse 12, and we're going to read through verse, oh gosh, we're going to read through verse 16. So Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 um, through 16, yeah, I think that's where I want to stop, yeah, 16. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I'm going to add ancestors. I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it all. So that means I haven't comprehended all of it. But one thing I do, I am forgetting what is behind and straining toward, pressing what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize of which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This is the part that blesses me. All of us who are mature, <laughs> so he's already implying that not all Christians are mature Christians. Just because they reach a certain number in age doesn't mean that they have reached a level of maturity. All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, he's covered it all. That too God will make clear to you. So if we don't understand it, God will make it clear for us. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. So live up to what you already understand. And all that you don't understand, 
We're going to leave that to the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in his presence. My subject title today is Don't Quit on God. (laughs) Don't quit on God. And I have just some quotes from different people that I want to share with you today, and then I will expound briefly upon the word. Most people don't want to be a part of the process. They just want to be a part of the outcome. (laughs) But the process is where you figure out who's worth being a part of the outcome. So most people don't want to be a part of the process. They just want to be a part of the outcome. They don't want to do the labor. They just want to get paid. But the process is where you figure out. It's the process. It's the process. It's the process. It's it's the process is where you figure out who's really worth being a part of the outcome. Because not everybody you invite in is worthy to be a part of your outcome. Look for three things in a person. Three. Three. And I want y'all to write this down. Look for three things in a person. And this is very important, and I want you to get it. And that's why this man is so successful in so many business ventures. He said, look for three things in a person. He he says to look for intelligence, energy, and integrity. And he says, if they don't have the last one, don't even bother with the first two. (laughs) They will bring you down with their integrity, not their intelligence. Sometimes when you're in a, a dark place, you think you've been burned or you've been buried, but you've actually been planted for a season. And a lot of times we want to give up on God because we feel like God has just planted us and forgotten about us. But God has planted us for a season so that he can water us and teal around our gardens so that when we're ready to produce harvest, we are able to produce a harvest or we are able to produce a harvest that somebody can at least and enjoy. Your number one enemy is not the competitor. It's the status quo. So often we try to keep up with the status quo because we feel like that we are behind or we feel like that we need to catch up with everybody else. But God has us in a place for a reason and for a season, not for a lifetime. Our lifetime is in heaven. But we go through these seasonal changes where we're planted and protected to where God doesn't necessarily not give us what we desire, but sometimes he will put it on hold until we are ready and mature enough to receive it. 
So we can't just quit on God when times get tough. We can't just quit on God when we feel like he has forgotten about us. We can't just quit on God when we get mad at each other and just leave the church because we feel like that somebody mistreated us. Oh, sister so-and-so didn't say hi to me this morning, so I'm going to go somewhere else. And then you take that same old wounded attitude to a new building. But you can't expect different results if you walk around with the same attitude. You got to take Jesus with you everywhere you go. To church, you got to keep him at home. You got to take him to work. You got to have him in the car. You got to take him to school. You got to take him to the grocery store. You have to take him to the gas station. You got to walk with Jesus everywhere you go. Because I tell you, the devil is everywhere and busy. Just like God is everywhere and he's blessed. So we can't quit on God when we feel like that we have just had enough. We are not church people. We are Christians. Church people quit. Christians persevere. So we can't just quit on God when times get tough and when people start acting a fool. We got to give them over to the Lord and let God take care of them. As long as we do our part, God will continue to provide our needs and some of our wants. Amen? Amen. So I have a very interesting quote from Mahatma Gandhi. And it says, I like your Christ, but I do not like you Christians. Christians are so unlike your Christ. So therefore, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, you better sure and well reflect the image of your Christ. So often, we talk about Jesus as Lord, and sometimes he is not a reflection of him in our lives. And we all have our Jesus days. We all have days where we want to turn over the chairs and tables. We all have days where we just want to cuss like Peter. We all have days where we just want to rebuke people like Peter and call them the devil because they are not doing what thus saith the Lord. But we can't quit on God when they start acting crazy and out of control. We just got to give them over to God and leave it there. Many times we fight battles that we're not meant to fight. God can only fight those battles for us. And a lot of times when we find ourselves in those deep, dark places that we can't seem to get ourselves out of, we need to fall up on our knees and just fall up on God. Just let Jesus do the work for us. Let Jesus take care of the enemy. God says, your enemies are my enemies. So therefore, if someone is an enemy to us, that means they're an enemy to God. We can't worry about those people anymore. We got to know that what we're doing is what God has called us to do. And we'll leave the rest of the people to God. Amen? Amen. So we can't quit on God when the times get tough. We can't quit on God when times get dark. We can't quit on God when we think that we have reached our last mile. When they have gotten on our last nerve and when all our Jesus is gone at the end of the day. We got to find some way to pull him out of our Amen. We got to find some way to just tug on the word of God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, oh, and, and then the second is like to that commandment, thou shalt love thy neighbor as ourselves. On these two commandments 
So if we can't lean on nothing else, we got to lean on love. If we can't appreciate nothing else, we got to lean on love. If we never agree on anything else, we got to agree on Jesus. Because at the end of the day, that's all that counts. That's all that will last forever. That's all that will last for all eternity. When all else fails, Jesus is still there. Jesus will always be there because he promised to never leave. So it doesn't matter what your situation may look like today. It is temporary. God is already working on it. God has already worked it out. He's already created a solution for the whole thing. So all you got to do is walk it out. Just walk it out, sister. Walk it out, brother. It will change. Your prayer will help to change. Your faith in God will help to change. Your faith in God will help to move his heart to change your situation, to change my situation, whatever that situation may be. Nothing is too hard for God. So we can't quit on God. We can't quit on God, even though we want to try, and even sometimes we want to. We can't. Because God didn't quit on us. Because when he saw our sins, he sent Jesus to die on the cross. He said, Deirdre, you're worth it. He said, Doris, you're worth it. He said, Isaiah, you are worth it. You're worth fighting for. So I'm going to fight you on this cross. I'm going to nail all your stuff to the cross. I'm going to go to the grave, and then I'm going to get up for you. With all power of heaven and earth Amen. in my hands. So therefore that I have the power to fight for your stuff. I have the power to keep the enemy from keeping you from your stuff. I got the mighty from God, the might from God, the wherewithal, the knowledge, the wisdom, the power to do whatever it is I need to do in your life, my life, your life. The enemy has already been defeated. He was defeated on the cross. So know that the battle is not yours. So don't give up on God. Don't quit on him. God ain't going to quit on you. Stay faithful to him. We are married to the Lord. Ain't no such a thing as divorce, Harpo. Ain't no such a thing. We can't divorce him and he don't want to divorce us. So we have to stay married to the cross. And we each have to carry it. Jesus carried his cross so we got to carry it. Paul had to endure that thorn in his side, but God said, my grace is sufficient. He said, my power was made perfect in your weakness. So wherever you fall short, God can make up for it. Wherever your strength falls short, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So don't quit on God. Let God fight your battle for you. And you're guaranteed to win. Amen. 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 Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the word that you have placed in my belly to share the good news with those whom you love. We thank you, Lord God, for all the things that you have provided to keep us, to carry us, and to care for us. Lord God, we thank you and we bless your name this day and every day for who you are and for whose we are in you. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for Jesus Christ. 
We thank you for his ultimate sacrifice. Now, Father God, be with us as we leave this place, but never from your presence. Go with us, God, to our destinations on this day. Give us travel mercies, not only this day, but throughout our week until we meet again. And the church said, amen. 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 And amen.